Susie. Hi, Sarah. This is episode 431, everyone. Welcome to Brain Candy Podcast. Did you know that there's like a, uh, there's a whole group of people that found Mm. our podcast that is not really into the challenge. And so they listen without knowing who is whom. Oh, like who you are and who I am? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Don't know what we look like. And so when they go to our Instagram, they make a big thing like, uh, this is not what I thought I was going to see. And I'm like, what'd you think you were going to oh, see? Let's play. I want people to, know, I want to know so bad. Oh yeah. That's so fun. I wonder don't what you wonder think? when you call yeah. customer service or whatever, what they oh, think all the you time. look like. Oh, I am always pretending what they look like. Well, yeah, but don't you ever think they're doing it back? Oh no, I'd never thought about this. That is totally okay. So, what does that mean about me? Is that like right. that I'm super narcissistic that I never once thought about how they, or is it the opposite? No, it's the opposite. Oh, good. I love that answer. Yeah, because to yeah. me, I'm like, what do they think I look like? What are they imagining here? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think they imagine? Well, I feel like I look like my voice because it's sort yeah, of high pitch and annoying. Yeah. Which no, I- it's light and airy. Well- Light and airy. Yeah, you're like you're like a, like a little fairy. You're like like I I used to like like Sue's people with yeah. like your body type always have like this is gonna sound so weird <laughs> dainty fingers <laughs> hands and fingers piano playing hands if you will right right for tickling the ivories yeah I got potato picking fingers over here. <laughs> Oh my god! That's like what so you, my family calls them. When you when your voice comes out, you think that's what people picture are these big potato pickers. Yeah, kind of. I feel like I people would th- people means. people would imagine like my voice, and they'd be like, "She's sturdy, sturdy." Yeah, stop it. Like whatever, whatever they're imagining, and I don't know what that looks like in people's heads, but that's how I imagine my voice. It's kind of like the same as my walk. Like I have a walk. It's like when I get the BDE kind of walk. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that kind of comes across in my voice on the podcast. Well, yeah. So I feel like we kind of look like our voices. Okay. And well, yeah. So oh, whenever people are surprised, I'm like, wait a minute. Oh wait, <laughs> what were you picturing? Susie is not the sturdy one, people. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not when they get us backwards, but just when they don't know what right. either one of us looks like. Yeah. And they Ooh, say, whoa, fun. you guys look different. And I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> right. Oh, interesting. Oh. Anywho. I would love to hear. I And yeah. I'm super, yeah, open to to whatever that answer is. Yeah, because that's a weird thing how we paint a picture of how one looks like just by hearing their voice on the phone. It must be like a brain shortcut that we like to do to feel more personalized or something. I don't know. But I bet they're all wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I used to get confused for my brother on the phone all the time or him for me. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Family members, so, that's that's why I love uh, musical groups that are all siblings because their voices sound so good together. Oh, I never, oh my gosh, I never even <laughs> thought about that or considered that ever. Yeah, man. Because there's something that makes hereditary. Sense. Yeah. <gasps> oh, that kind of gives me like, a like thing. warm fuzzies inside. Yeah, a brain boner. Yes, it does. Yeah, Suze, you're really lighting up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're getting you're getting all the good juices flowing like, in my brain today. You know, the Jackson Five, the Everly Brothers, yes. Beach Boys. Um, so We're just many... going to go ahead and give the the Osmonds, the Donnie and Marie. <laughs> hey, they do their... have good voices. I'll right. give them that. <laughs> them That's about there. it. Uh, yeah, the one take Osmonds, the and Hansons. Then... Yeah, Brothers. they have, they sound great together. 
Beautiful harmony. Great together. The mm-hmm. Hansons? No, it's just Hanson. 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 Yeah. But mm. anyway, uh, so people often mistake siblings' voices, which is fun. Yeah. Uh, also, I got a message from somebody. I should look up her name, give her a shout out. Um, she was like, hey, I love your show. And I decided I wanted to listen to it from the beginning. So she started back at episode oh, one. Oh, I saw again. this. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. On Twitter. Was it? Oh, no. That was just a nice one. This oh. one. <laughs> this what one was private. I'm excited. This was private. And she said, I want you to know that the episode f- four, which was about Uh-oh. fitness and fat and stuff. And I had said all those um, fat phobic things. Uh-huh. And so she was saying like, it's cringy. And she's like, I'm not a, a bigger person, but I still mm-hmm. am offended. And I just want to know like what your thoughts are now. And I was like, oh yeah, well, I was the worst. And uh, <laughs> like, stick around. I, we processed just, the whole thing. <laughs> I've, um, you know, since on other episodes, we've talked about things we've said that we regret and that we've mm-hmm grown from and so i just wanted to tell you guys number one i deleted the episode because i was like should i just edit it so that it's not disgusting and fat phobic or should i just delete it so i deleted Mm -hmm. it but then i wanted to make sure people knew why which is Mm -hmm. that i i was saying all these fat phobic things which i've since addressed and said this is totally because of my own body issues that i've Mm -hmm. had my whole life and like paranoia about size and value of my own worth and all that. But then I was projecting it onto everyone else and saying terrible things. They weren't even that bad, but it was just sort of like out of character for what we believe in and stuff like that. Yes. I would also like to apologize officially. (laughs) What did you say? I I don't know. I don't remember, but could I have said anything? I don't remember what you said, but I just remember I was saying like... We have grown, yes. Yeah, like... Just, I don't even want to repeat it, but anyway, I don't feel like that now. I've learned so much and that was all just my issues. So be big, be small. I don't care. Yeah, man. I love that. Yeah. Just wanted to update you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's see. What are we going to talk about today? Um, In fact, speaking of which, I've like gained a little bit of weight since I've been in uh, quarantine and I like it better. Do you? Yes, I do. I like playing with my, I'm like playing with my, my, like, like jiggling my butt all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my favorite hobby as I'm standing in the shower. It's kind of a weird thing to share on a podcast, but you know. Are you somebody that is um, a person who weighs herself or do you just go by no. like how your clothes feel? I go by how my clothes, more, yeah, my clothes feel, how I feel really. Okay. I yeah. see. Yeah. And you're like, I'm enjoying more to love. Yeah. I feel good. I feel good. That's great. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if we could all just feel like that all the time? Yeah. Just whatever but, you, you know. are is great. Yeah. Yeah. We should. Well, you know what? I've just been I looking at a, like, uh, 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 I don't, I've heard, you know, when you hear a message multiple times, like it's one of those, I don't know if you're, if you know, you're listening for it. It's kind of like that red car thing, how, you yeah. know, so I've just been hearing the message over and over at least like three to five times in the last maybe two weeks, people talking about seeing pictures of themselves, uh, uh, you know, five years, 10 years, 20 years from 
like, for, like in the past and yeah. going, wow, I look so good then. Like, I can't believe that I ever like was critical of myself. Oh, then. yeah. And when you think about past you and when, and then I thought about myself in those ways and I'm like, yes, that is so true. And so I'm like, yeah, why, why worry? And what that's doing way too, we're worrying too much about that. I get it, though, because, you know, with everything that's going on with Black Lives Matter and all Mm -hmm. the um, reading we're all doing about uh, systemic racism, I see other things, too, that are systemic. And, of course, we all know all the ways that every day we're told, if you just buy this thing, you'll look Uh better or you need this to be more valuable. Um, And so, of course, we don't feel like we look good enough mm-hmm. <laughs> when every message is designed to make us feel that way right yeah so i mean have grace that, on yourself yeah but hopefully through all through you know it, learning about other other things and through all these the this movement and through i don't know just kind of reevaluating what's important like i don't know people can let go of a little more of those I hope superficial so. things because I think it like it like strips everything down and it's like you know it's like a daily battle though oh for sure um yeah. this is how I feel like this week like don't catch me like the mo- week before my period because then I'm like I'm a monster <laughs> right that's all of us and we are I mean <laughs> we are monsters sometimes oh, you're a monster it's fine do the best I can you know cute one <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Um... In fact, I was at reading an article about racism and the, um, I think it was called The Roots of Racism in mm-hmm. the Fight Against Obesity or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was just talking about how mm. black folks have always been, uh, in America, have been um, stereotypically seen as, well, they're painted as animalistic right this is what the Mm -hmm. problem is in the law and uh you know in our television and media things like that it's like they are weak to their animal appetites of eating Mm -hmm. drinking and banging right and i mean we see that in to kill a mockingbird this is the stereotype of uh and with emmett till you know they believe Mm -hmm. that they can't be controlled they have to die right Mm -hmm. but so when you apply that to obesity that they're shamed in racism, yeah. then for uh, black women, it's all there's also sexism, mm-hmm. and then there's weightism. They like have everything stacked against them. Yeah. Like when you put out articles that say like, "Is what is beautiful," and then you put a white, blonde, blue-eyed woman. Oh, those kind of things. Yeah. So then, if your body type right. isn't the Anglo-Saxon or Europe Eurocentric version you're seen as less than stuff like that it was really illuminating to see all the ways that even with regard to and we know that in medicine when women or people of color go to their doctor and say say 
such and such, then it's minimized or, oh, well, mm-hmm. maybe if you lost a few pounds, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah, everywhere. Yeah, them and put their, like, the, the, put, like, made to take the blame for it. Right. And then there's, yeah. of course, food deserts in yes. low-income spaces, stuff like that. It's just like we've stacked, on. we've rigged yes. the system. Yes. That was in mm. Scientific American. If you want to read it more thoroughly, that was just a quick summary. But um, yes. okay, what do I want to talk about? I oh, did read a- of Speaking of magazines, this is just like a little like uh, I mean, not like an ad or anything. But I saw this come up. Popular Science, the mo- this summer edition. They're going all digital, and you can go to their website and download the whole thing for free. The whole magazine? Yeah. For free? Yeah. Why? Well, they're just giving, they want people, they're encouraging people to, I don't know, go online and read it and stuff like that. So, yeah, Wow, that's, that's exciting. Right. They were like, hey, we recognize that, like, you know, shit's wild out there. Here's our magazine. <laughs> shit's wild out there. They probably there. didn't say it like that, but <laughs> that's that true. was, like, the gist of it. That's so. really cool. Is there, like, yeah, a link I really or something? You that. just go to their website. You just go to their website. Yeah, and there was like a link. I don't know. It came up in my. I think I subscribed to their like emails or something like that. So that's yeah. really cool. Okay, good yeah. to know. Yeah, it was just a little like like as an aside. As an aside, I, what do you think about all the brands that are um, undoing their antebellum imagery and branding? Oh, and- pff, it's about time. <laughs> Can you believe that's a thing? No, I I can't. And that's the thing that's like so gross is. It's, well, I can't believe that it took me so long to recognize soup plantation and how racist that was. I mean, it's so obvious, but it was that? so, what were they thinking? And then it was funny because we, we were at the grocery store the other day and we were, they were out of Bisquick. And so when the only thing that was left was Aunt Jemima. So we got a box of that and then we made the most bomb ass pancakes this weekend. They were so good. And we're like, I was like, man, this is the, I might have to keep buying boxes of this. And then just yesterday it comes out like of the kitchen, like when I was in the bedroom and he goes, well, looks like we may have gotten the last box of that ever. <laughs> Time to go back to the drawing board. We might what be making brand this from scratch. It? Aunt Jemima. Yeah. Aunt Jemima. Yeah. Yes. Which is totally. And then like, you know, I was thinking about, I'm like, that's, that's, that's PepsiCo. Yeah. It's definitely not a black-owned business. Come okay, on. Okay, but uh, in that case, they've been around forever, so I can see why it just, like, lingered. Whereas yeah. Soup Plantation, that can't be that old. How, yeah, that can't you know, be. They, they put that in there way too late. Aunt Jemima's just, like, a legacy racist Ugh. holdover. <sighs> but thank goodness That's they're changing so... it. Yes. Yeah, they... I was... Uh... I was talking with a friend the other day and we were talking about like speaking out about things like like anything that you see at work or where, any environment you're in and about how there could be fear around doing that, um, you know, for somebody in their own in their own field for fear of getting blacklisted. And as soon as I, the word came out of my mouth, I was like, and mm. even that is riddled <laughs> in racist like language. And I was like, oh my God, we need to reexamine everything and, you know, call it as we see it. Yeah, some of them I never even thought of. Like, you know, Aunt Jemima is so obvious. Uncle Ben's so obvious. Um, I never, uh, you know, shame on me. I never noticed the Lando Lakes uh, Native American mm-hmm. icon or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then Eskimo Pies, I 
I never oh. thought about that for even two seconds. I don't either. The one that redid, uh, that rebranded themselves, the uh, uh, California Raisins. The, what there is that was, about? So there was, it was like a migrant farmer that was pictured. It was like a woman oh. in. Oh, oh like, the lady? Yeah. With the and bonnet? So, yes. Okay. Yeah. And that was like back, that was changed, but it was because an artist then did a depict, like, an artist took that, and I even saw the exhibit, but an artist did a, a painting of that with like a, a, it was like a skull or like a skeleton like that. And it was, there was a whole story behind it. I know none of the details right now, but that was, that was changed. And that was like before that, that was probably, I don't know, maybe like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, something like that. But yeah. Yeah. Can you, I it's just that. like. Oh, and how about the freaking, what is it, the Redskins who are like, yeah, we stand united with Black Lives Matter. And people are tweeting like, okay, like totally racist name team. Right. Well, I think you're familiar with my legacy as the my ma- high school mascot. Yeah, what was it? An Indian. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen me? No. To the people who wonder what I look like, I do not look at all like a Native American. Uh-huh. Oh, gosh. Not at, the, not at all. Um, so oh I guess God. it was a couple of years ago now. I went to do like a throwback pic of me in my mascot oh, uniform. And I put it up and then I was like, wait. Uh, I think in the caption I was like, this is so weird to see now, blah, blah, blah. And someone wrote, so why did you put it up? And uh-huh. I thought, that's a fair question. So I deleted it. And then I thought, well, I got to do something about that. So Adam and I have been talking this week about how I need to work to get that changed. And what, how, at the school? Yeah. <gasps> Suze, this is so, I'm so glad you're doing that. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's in the works right now because I thought, well, number one, I mean, I'm not famous, but I'm a public figure-ish. Yes, And yes. I was literally the mascot. Oh, <laughs> and my gosh. anybody who looks at this picture should think, well, that looks ridiculous. Yes. A blonde wow. girl doing the how sign. Oh, my God. In Suze. my <laughs> Indian <sighs> tunic. Oh, my God. Like Arapahoe ceremonial garb or whatever. Yes. Not Okay. No, but I sure as hell didn't know that in 1998. Right. And uh, even now I know people are going to be mad as soon as I start croaking about it. Well, I don't care. No, I don't care either. Yeah. But I just can't believe how, um, what's the word, invested people are in something so stupid. I can't believe it either. Take down all, we've talked about this for forever on here. Take down all the statues. You have been saying that for forever. Even just regular ones. Why are there statues? Yeah. It's the dumbest thing ever. Except I did see a statue of a little dog that saved a little <laughs> boy and lost his life to two other dogs that were attacking a little kid, and the little kid was dragged to safety, and they made a memorial statue of that dog, and that one can stay. I mean, that's fine, but why, though? Like, it's such a dumb tradition that we do. No, but that was a real cute little dog. <laughs> yeah, but only because we're used to it being a thing. What if the dog was with. secretly racist? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, what if the dog was actually, like, stuffed and inside the statue? <laughs> oh, nope. Wasn't going that direction. <laughs> oh, gosh. I have a dark mind. 
That's funny. Okay. Any hoodles. Yeah. So good job, Brands. You're about 100 years late, but that's okay. Yeah. So late. Yeah. Late and I, I mean, I kind of feel like that about, yeah, I don't like any of the, the, the performative, like, like I'm going to need to see some action. Yeah. I'm you fine know? with performing, like the performative uh, anti-racism as long yeah. as like you can keep up that. Like Moment. even if you're inside, you're racist. If you can not act like one for the rest of your life, that would be yeah. great. That'd be a oh, great place great. to start. That's like a really good thing to, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. There you go. You just have fake to like it. hide it for a really long time. Just fake it. Because if you're not going to deal with it, you just have to learn how to live in the society and just like not be a dick. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I would prefer you be converted entirely. Right. But if you can't manage that, right. I will just accept sh- you faking it forever. I mean, my mom always used to say, what does Thumper's mom always say? And we would yeah. always have to go, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. So we should just apply that to like the whole world. That'd be great. But like with less of an attitude and tone, like I gave when I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's a good rule of thumb. It really is. I mean, for goodness sakes. Yep, 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 yep. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. I did read an article in the New York Times yesterday, which was lovely. It was Mm -hmm. about a woman named Marty Goddard who... Um, I was not aware of this, but she had invented the rape kit and it was such a, it, when you read it, you get mixed emotions cause you're just mm. so impressed with her advo- advocacy and the work she did on behalf of rape victims. Um, but it, it's enraging because not like, not unlike so many other things, the name of rape kits is named after the cop who basically stole her whole idea and the, all the credit and what, pretended what? like it was his idea. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Tell me this story. She worked in Chicago and she started like just going into uh, talk to women and say yeah. like it, it doctor's offices and things like that and talking to doctors about rape and how can we... No one was believing women. It was always a he said, she said in, in yeah. 1970, especially that was basically too bad. You probably just had sex and you regret it. And what did you wear? And did you ask for it? All kind the of thing. awful things, right. So she thought, well, if that's all we have, then we need science and we need yes. something wow. that can speak for the woman that they will believe. And so she got the idea to work with doctors and nurses and figure out how can we collect this evidence. Yes. And she developed the prototypes and decided what was going to be in this kit. And then in order for it to work, in order for police stations all over the United States to do it, she basically had to partner with a man so they would listen. Mm-hmm. And so somehow... I forget there was a reason, but somehow she ended up working with this one cop who um, was a jackass 
And he did nothing and then took all the credit. Oh and God. the his name is on the, the rape kits to this day. Oh. And then she ended up becoming like an alcoholic and stuff because no! she was Yeah, because it was so soul crushing. Oh my god. It was a real downer, but you know, I, I appreciate oh, her okay. and we well, honor her today. So many. Yes, we do. Yeah. God damn. That's it's depressing. Yeah, that but was But thank New York God Times? that we have them. Yeah. That was the New York Times. And yeah. Like, I didn't know this. I, I, again, like I'm learning so much and seeing how ignorant I was. You know how there's always these stories about all these rape kits are done, but they don't ever do the tests? Yeah. Well, I never knew that it costs between 1000 and $1,500 to conduct the full test of all the rape kit things. Oh, it's, and, it's the most costly uh, crime to the... To the department uh, justice, or whatever. To, the, just, to yeah. the justice system. It's like, yeah. And so you know how like we've seen now how police budgets are insane. They have like money to burn. <sighs> yeah. But whenever it comes to the rape kits, they say they can't afford to do the tests. Yeah. And so sometimes women have to just crowdfund or sell yeah, baked goods and whatever oh to get God. their own rape kit tested. Oh my God. That's so awful. Yes, it, it's infuriating, um, and so the system needs to be fixed still, but maybe we could start honoring Marty Goddard for, for her badassery. Oh, my gosh. And at least Man. she was doing the doing the dirty work and getting things done. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Marty. Thanks, Marty. <laughs> Sad. It really is. I'm glad you share that. Yeah, because once you know, then you can start making changes or learn more and... Yeah. Hold people accountable, namely yeah. uh, law enforcement. Yeah. I'm looking up because uh, 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 I have that number because I talk about it in my, um, in my presentations and how much it costs and how expensive it is. I uh, can't find it. But anyways, what, the rape it's kits? Like, yeah, it's like, like how much it costs – like the average person who go follows through with all that, it's something between like three and five thousand mm. dollars, and so you wonder why nobody like if you wouldn't report right. either if it cost you five thousand dollars, and like you can't just go in there because then you got to go through. There's a whole bunch of stuff. It's like it's not just it's just fucked up, man. Got to change it all. Yeah, it's it's not right for sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyways, um, I, in one case that I do agree with law enforcement was a um, <laughs> thing I read the other day where police officers ch- find a man that they had in custody for <laughs> oh for, <laughs> for I can't farting wait. With, oh my gosh with quote full intent <laughs> which I guess means like really forcefully yeah. When? Where? Custody. It wasn't even in America. It was in Europe, and he was in custody, and he was real mad, and he decided he was going to show them how mad he was by breaking wind um, violently. (laughs) How does one control that? Well, I guess maybe if you have to toot, and then you decide to push real hard and get it to. I thought, well, hey, I'm on the side of the police officers in that case and that case only because I do not find that funny and it's so gross. Well, we, we know that, yes, I agree with you. 
and they should find him, and there should be law. <laughs> I don't know, like a no, a, 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 a separate, a separate, bo- like 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 unit that just goes around with special masks and investigates <laughs> these rogue special windbreakers. Masks. That is hilarious. Breakers of wind. I don't know. I'm actually I hate surprised it, it's it not, doesn't happen more often. It do, it's not allowed in this. It doesn't go on in this house. No. Not, not at all. Except, you know who is the culprit? Oh, Bo. Oh, Bo. She, yeah. Just this morning, Ren and I were petting her. And as we're sit, we're petting her, like right <laughs> next to the bed. And he and I look at each other and we're like, was Bo, excuse me, getting all comfortable excuse right next to our bed. Me. Get out of here with that. What How is wrong? She? Why do dogs always do that? Well, I mean, people do it too, I suppose. <laughs> so but I think it it's just smells like the same. so much worse. Oh, it's the worst. It's got to be what they're eating. But like, yeah, it's got to be that. Bo gets a little cheese on top of her food. So I would imagine that's probably has something to do with it. Oh my God, I would stop that yeah. right away, but I know you have uh, you have to do what you have to do. She protests. <laughs> the woman won't eat if she doesn't have her like perfectly, you know, that was my mistake. I, I treated her like, ugh, I can't go back now. Well, now, now, that, uh, now that I've tried um, some sleep, I can't go back now mm. either because this is basically a sleep drink in a can and I don't know how they do it and yeah. frankly, I don't care. And I need all the help I can get these days. I have so much trouble sleep. You guys know. Mm -hmm. I always talk about my edibles and all that jazz that I have to try. This is so cool because it's drug-free, so it's not habit-forming. And you wake up feeling refreshed. They're berry-flavored. tastes really good. Helps you fall asleep in as little as 30 minutes. I mean, I think a lot of people have trouble sleeping. So Mm -hmm. if you are one of those people... This is such a great option. I'm always yeah. looking for things like, please, somebody. Because my wheels won't quit turning, so I need right. something to calm me down. And anyway. The bath alone just won't do these days. <laughs> it can only do so much. Right. Right now, Sound Sleep is offering our listeners 15% off their order. Go, head to getsome.com. That's G-E-T-S-O-M dot com. No E. G-E-T-S-O-M. And use code Brain Candy. You get 15% off at checkout. You will love it. You can get 12 or 24 packs. Um, there's zero sugar options. It's great. It's it's all natural. Mm-hmm. And like magnesium and melatonin, all that good stuff. So give it a try. Um, okay. Moving on. Gosh, even just talking about it makes me sleepy. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Yes, relaxing. maybe it's your voice. So relaxing. <laughs> Soothing. Melatonin, magnesium. Um, people probably know that we're not like um, sports people on this show so much, right? Uh, you know, no. we're just that's just not our thing. But right. every so often, I read a sports story. In fact, mm-hmm. I read this one, and I asked my friends. I'm like, Matt, why didn't you tell me this is the sports story I want to hear? So anytime Ooh. you hear stuff like this, this, is what I want. It's like the time you told the story about those pitchers who switched lives. Oh yes, yes, right. Like Where are they I hiding that? I want those sports stories. Yes. Basically, I want the human interest stories within sports. Exactly, especially if they're weird. And in this mm-hmm. case, this was a Pittsburgh Pirate, let's go Bucks. Um, in 1970, a guy named Doc Ellis pitched a no-hitter whilst high on acid. <gasps> I've heard about this. 
I mean, why don't you tell me these no, things? No, no, no. But like I've I've only heard of it as like a a a, a urban, urban legend. legend. Yeah. Tell yeah. me everything. Okay. So this guy, um, Doc, he pitched a game and then they had a day off and then they were going to do another game. So on his day off, he drove down to, um, I think, San Diego and hung out with his girlfriend and hung out with his friend and they were like doing all kinds of drugs and having a grand old time. And then the next morning, which was game day, he was already hopped up on everything and so he like miss took what day it oh, was no. oh. so then he was like still in the party mode and took an acid in the morning and then he <laughs> such a square i was gonna make a acid. joke and be like susie have you ever done lsd to which you would like crack up but then you already like. gave that away when you said uh acid what is it i thought it was like on a little postage stamp type yeah thing. i've never done it so I have the same questions about things, but I think it does <laughs> come on a scene. dropper, but <laughs> it, it comes on a, like a dro- like out of a dropper or like on a little sheet of paper or like, yeah. And you don't call it like, uh, acid. Yeah. You don't, you just do acid. You don't do uh, acid. <laughs> There's no article. Okay. <laughs> well, he did acid. <laughs> Susie said uh, acid. The, oh my God. He did so one good. of those acids and he... Then somebody was like, hey, do you know you have a game later today? Like, how's that going to work? And he was like, oh, shit. And he jumped on a plane, uh, came back to wherever, and got to the park one hour before the game, still super high. And then back in those days, this was before they tested for amphetamines and everyone was just doing meth before every game. (laughs) Oh my God. So they called them greenies and you would go into the locker room and he took a bunch of greenies. So now he's on acid, but now he's also on meth. Jesus Christ (laughs) almighty. There's probably a name for that. Those drug combos like hippie flipping or whatever they're called. (laughs) Right. So he did the game and he said that he... Sometimes the ball would be really seem really big and and really slow, and other times the ball would seem super small and come real fast. And he thought that President he Nixon no hitter. He pitched a no hitter. I forgot about that part. Damn, right, drugs make you really good at baseball. I suspect that the greenies had a lot to do with that, though, oh, because probably. if I were doing meth, I would probably be real focused too. Yeah, but like I feel like maybe the LSD from Calmed him what down. I've heard of people who have described LSD to me, yeah, is that you can see like everything radiates and everything has like movement, and so I oh, wonder okay. if he could like it's almost like synesthesia, I would imagine. So I yeah, wonder like, if he could like sense. Like you could see the where the ball where he was gonna like I don't know I guess he's throwing maybe the ball, not but you would it. think because I guarantee you nobody considers LSD a performance enhancing no drug. no definitely <laughs> not definitely not I'm really just trying to make the argument for why this could have happened <laughs> why it's great but, yeah he said he thought President Nixon was the umpire and that <laughs> at one point he believed that he was pitching to Jimi Hendrix and instead of a bat Jimmy was using his guitar well that's cool. Isn't that the best? The best. Now there, people feel like I mean, I he's don't, lying. I don't. I, I don't. Uh, 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 what's it called? Endorse the use of any sort of those kind of drugs. <laughs> I do. That's hilarious. Oh my god, I'm terrified of all that. Well, a lot of people think he was not telling the truth. He came out with mm. this story in like 1986. Um, 
And previously he had said he was hungover during the game. And he was known for being a guy who liked to mm. be a bullshitter and like to tell tall tales and exaggerate. But frankly, I have no reason to believe he's lying. Right, because also uh, the no hitter part is the part that makes me like, oh yeah, he was on. He was, yeah, why wouldn't he? Why? Yeah, yeah, because he wasn't using it as an es- excuse on his poor performance or anything. Right. It wasn't. And like maybe he, get out he of jail didn't. Free. And maybe he didn't say it earlier because he didn't want to get in trouble. He said that. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. That makes so, sense. Yeah. Yeah, he probably did that. It makes much more sense <laughs> that a baseball player at that time did that. Then didn't do that. Yeah, right. For real. I guess it sounds too fun to be true or something. So people and has have they been to San Diego and OB down there? What's that? OB Ocean Beach in San Diego. It's totally like Venice Beach, like hippie. (laughs) Maybe that's where he got it. Yeah, I guarantee you that's where he was chilling in San Diego with all the hippies. I love Doc Ellis, and I just love that story. So three cheers for that guy. That's crazy would you ever do lsd yeah i want to do the microdosing that you suggested oh my gosh isn't that lsd i think i said mushrooms oh yeah okay yeah whatever any kind of hallucinogenic that yeah i'm so scared of that i don't know why like freaks me out lsd does but even though there's nothing like it would be people do i don't know i I, i've (laughs) seen all i'm just scared of that i think it's because it's like in a lab that it freaks me out oh i don't even know that yeah, that like I think that one's not like that one's not grown is in a, nature, right? And I'm all about that. I'm like, <laughs> if it comes out of the ground, you're it's like probably, mushrooms, marijuana, yeah, even cocaine, right? But even even mushrooms, no, I would still wouldn't do that. And, I, and even mushrooms, I've only done once, and I'm like, oh, I can't. It freaks me out. I think people would be surprised to know that you have that anxiety about it, right? That I'm like a to- uh, yes, mm-hmm. I'm like not a fun person to do drugs. You would never want to do drugs around me. <laughs> I I would be I would ruin your high because I'd be like let me check your let me check your blood pressure how are you doing what are you saying what is what's going on I'd be I'd be more paranoid for the people around me doing drugs nope not cool okay yeah well in fact one time people started doing drugs at a part and I like I'm like the one who leaves I'm like I'm gonna go now guys oh my god it's (laughs) that's so great uh, yeah, and you know what's funny is like Ren found. I told you when we were cleaning out Ren's uh, uh, storage unit, he found his dare shirt. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, I want it so bad, and I'm, I have it. I'm like not wearing it, ironically. <laughs> oh, how does it look on though? Where's the picture? Like, I want to see. Oh, oh, I'll take a picture. It's real cute. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's like baggy fit, right? and cute. I'm super. Yeah, it's like baggy it. and cute. I like tie a little knot in it. I'm like, you know, not a lot of places to go right now, Sue. So. Uh, I'm gonna- <laughs> I'm going to get one on eBay. I need one. Yeah, you totally should. They're real cute. I love it. We could wear them together. I love how you're not wearing it, ironically. You really do want people to say no to drugs. Yes, I do. (laughs) Um, That's hilarious. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <clears throat> okay. 
Let me see what else do I want to talk to you about. How about I read a cool, you know, obsessed with crows. I read <laughs> a great article about. I love that you say it like you know. Like, you know, I'm obsessed with crows. I have like, a problem. You know. <laughs> They are so smart. I just love crows, mm-hmm. okay? And ravens and crows hold grudges for weeks. <gasps> this makes They're, sense. And look, a- of course you like them. The, you, <laughs> you, this is only adding to the reasons of why you like them. Exactly. I feel yeah. like, yeah, good. I get you. This is, maybe it's like your spirit animal. Yes. I can't say that anymore, though, because it's, um, what's the word? Appropriating Native American culture. Ah, so, okay. I'm nixing any spirit animals. However, if there were another word for that, then that's what this is. Because yeah. Mental Floss, this is where I found the article, was telling us about a study that here's what they did. So they would give all the birds a piece of bread. And yeah. I didn't know this. I was glad to find out. They actually prefer cheese rather than bread. And oh. so, oh, good to know. Yeah. Well, right? who doesn't? Again, add it to the list. <laughs> exactly. I love bread oh and God. cheese, and I prefer cheese over bread. Yes. Same. Okay. So then they would offer the people, the experimenters would offer uh, cheese. If, it's so great that there are birds in the background right now. I know. I'm sorry. No, this is beautiful. <laughs> it's amazing. I love this. You can't even, like, that was not edited in there, people. No, this is that's live. natural. IRL. <laughs> So if the raven would give up their bread, then the experimenter would offer them cheese. So it was about trust and Uh um, reciprocity. And so every so often... You don't take this. I'll give you something better. Yeah. Like if you give me your bread, you'll get rewarded for it. You'll get this really nice piece of cheese. Yeah. And then some of the experimenters afterwards would give them bread and then they the crows would give it back and then they wouldn't give them the mm. cheese right uh-huh. Uh-huh. so then the birds are pissed <laughs> so then they give them all the experimenters line up and the crows and ravens got to pick who they wanted mm. to trade with <laughs> and so they would all <laughs> choose the people who are fair and just and um uh-huh. who they know will sh- even animals get it Yes, and they could remember for weeks who the people were that were stingy with the cheese. Wow! Which I love. And the weird thing, Well, if they could remember for weeks, I think they could remember forever. Maybe forever. I I think this is just however long the experiment went. Maybe, yeah. I bet it's one of those because I don't see any reason why they would stop (laughs) remembering. Yeah, they're like a steel trap. Yep. (laughs) Don't fuck with us, we'll remember. (laughs) So... The weird thing was, or or maybe not weird if you would have predicted this, but they were terrible, though, at knowing who had screwed over their friends. So they weren't keeping track of, like, if you were not fair with other crows, they were only remembering if you screwed them over, which is also a human thing that we do, where it's like, yeah, you can screw that guy over as long as you're fine to me. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Or maybe none of the crows, maybe, like, the crows are just, like, really, like, they don't want to cause problems and they don't like complaining <laughs> right. about their, their own problems. Yeah, so the social they, hierarchy. Yeah, they like don't complain. They're like not big complainers. So mm-hmm. they didn't complain about getting – and so the other crows had no awareness. Like so did the other crows – They were observing though. They were observing yeah. it. Okay, so it wasn't just like them sitting around chit-chatting about <laughs> I love stingy. how you've – you're making them like people. It's so great. Well, I well, feel like are. that's what we're doing here. <laughs> 
<laughs> so there you go. Hopefully. And I'm kind of getting annoyed with my crows because it really is starting to feel like a one-sided relationship over here. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like they, they go out well, and they Well, have you tried cheese? <laughs> I know. Well, after I told Lincoln this story, he was like, well, then we should give them Cheez-Its. So we've been doing that. Oh, that's then good. Then it's cheese that's- and bread. I, oh, that's a good, smart kid. Right. I was like, that's a great idea. Because now that you're not coming over, who's eating the Cheez-Its? Like, usually we oh, do that during right. our lives. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you got to get rid of them. You're going to get stale. <laughs> They're going to get stale before the next time. Nobody likes over to there. steal Cheez-Its. Right. Well, maybe crows do. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, so if you're feeding crows, love that. just remember, they're keeping track. Don't yeah. be stingy and maybe throw in a little cheese every now and then. Yeah. And then, oh, I'm trying to think of how else we can win them over. Yeah, keep like, thinking because I'm running yeah, out of ideas. I will. Like, what if the next door neighbors are like giving them unlimited birdseed and they're like, what the heck? Oh my God. If they're holding out. Like, you don't know what the. I feel like ours is higher quality. I don't know. Probably, probably. Homemade. That would be. Okay, here's a debate for today Ooh. that I thought would be fun with you because I think you would you would have stronger feelings than most people about this. I, read I an usually, article. usually do about most <laughs> things in general. Yep. That's so true. Or I'm at okay. least loud and want to share my opinion. <laughs> okay. Well, I read that Alicia Silverstone oh, yes. takes oh, baths goodness. with her nine-year-old son. Nope. So people are worked up about it, and I wanted to know your thoughts. Oh, I think nine years old is too old. I think when you start to, no, I think that you can't, no, no. Because what do you, what do you, it sounds to me like, like Alicia still, Alicia Silverstone has kind of been in the camp of like, (laughs) keep a baby, a baby as long as you possibly can. She was like the, the let's breastfeed until we're you know, really old thing. And I do believe there is too much of a good thing. Like I understand that we're getting <laughs> like comfortable nice way to put it. with our bodies and all this stuff. But it, when they, when they start, because what you don't want to, there needs to be a separation between like it. Okay. How about this? We, it's a lot of it has to do it. I'm sure there's like a whole bunch of arguments that somebody can be made about like different cultures and, you know, uh, uh, just how we see nudity in America versus somewhere else because we are, because she is raising a child in this society. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's important to, you know, kind of like fit your you have to in a social way norms. yeah there are social <laughs> norms and especially like the sexualization of a child you know because kids are getting are becoming sexualized at a much younger age like exposed to things with you know porn and stuff that they can find online or just media things like that that i i think it's it's important to not you know have the child like because when do you stop Oh, well, that's then it's the 10 to 12, 11 to 12, 12-year-old. So then the child's going to have his first sexual thought with mom in the bathtub with him? Do you see how that's a problem? Like, no. If you, if, if you need to keep your private... I, like, I don't believe in that. Okay. Yeah. But then I think about nudist families, but they're not bathing together. They're still... And also, he has a right <laughs> to privacy. I wonder if this kid's taking his own baths or is she, like, having to take a bath with him? And how is he cleaning himself? <laughs> I have a lot of questions. You really do. I didn't expect that. 
<laughs> but they're all good questions. Like, what is going on? And is it just for... Because it, it, in the headline, it said during quarantine. And so I was like, wait, is it special for quarantine or... And then that make that sounds weird. That's weird too. Like, well, are you scrubbing them different? What what's happening? And at nine years old, you should be able to bathe yourself. Lincoln is eight, so you, well. And you know how I love baths, but like when he turned like six or whatever, I was like, okay, you're too you're too old for a bath. Yeah. Get in the shower. And so he takes a shower, and here's me like still soaking in the old tub. But um, I definitely do not bathe or shower with my son certainly but i am fine with changing in front of him and stuff like that and so i thought well, maybe that's no different because that's not a personal i what a bath is person is intimate it's intimate yeah it's it's a private moment it's time where you get privacy yeah because i feel like at a at a certain point he has in his own little child way a right to i mean not tons of privacy but at least privacy with his own body yeah, and um, for me, it's not as much about the bath, even though that is weird, as much as it is autonomy. Like, I feel like yes, that person should it. develop their own sense of self yes, apart that is from it. you as a parent. That's what that, thank you. That was the word that I, that's yeah. what I meant with the breastfeeding and everything. Like, there, this is too, he needs to learn how to eat. He needs to learn mm-hmm. how to you know, be, have a talk. Yes. Clean his balls. Clean yeah. his balls. Teach him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it, it, that creates a weird, uh, uh, it's mm-mm. almost a codependent type of it scenario. Is. Yeah. Cause she's obviously getting a lot out of it too. It's not yes. just like for him. And that's not the point of having a child is, is no, no, no. What no, is no, the no. point? I'm still I wondering. Don't, I actually don't know. I had a, a <laughs> psychology professor ask this once, and I ended up dropping her class because I, I, did, I was like, I you can't think of an answer, right? Because she was said she was like, there is no self, self like every single reason for having a child is selfish. Get name yeah. and try to try to argue with me. Yeah, and no, I was it like, is. Well, it although is. it is expensive, or, you know, we were talking about this on the Q and A, and I was. It annoys me when people always talk about like, because it's always said so flippantly, like babies are so expensive. You got to save for diapers. And now if we're talking about childcare and college and Mm -hmm. stuff, that that Mm -hmm. sure is expensive. Um, But yeah, like that's the downside is you do have to pay a lot of money, but otherwise, Mm -hmm. isn't it all just sort of for your own self? Yeah, right. Like, I mean, everybody brought up every single thing that you, I mean, we're talking everything that you're thinking right now, listeners. And she was like, no, here's why that. And I was like, fuck. What was her broader point though? Just don't have kids? I don't know. Cause I swear to God, after that, I was like, she wasn't a good fit for you. No, not at all. (laughs) Not what was not one. And she talked like, yeah. And how like. She talked a lot about time and like how time is the one thing that we all are missing and we don't have enough of. And I mean, it's true, but it sounded like she was going through her own shit. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? 
In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think Alicia Silverstone seems like a really lovely mom and very committed. And I'm sure she gets annoyed with people weighing in about how she's doing what she's doing. Um, but that one was surprising to me and it just felt like, hmm, I think wonder what may, everyone else thinks about that. I think there may be some long, negative long-term effects to that. Like, I just imagine like, uh, uh, like the Bates Motel, like, like, mm, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oedipus complex, like, uh, yeah, Freudian. Yes. It's not, <clears throat> yeah. okay. it's like, no, 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 no. That nine years old, nine. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. The funny thing is, I don't think she would do it if it were a girl. I'd have no mm. evidence, but that's just my sense: is that women have weird relationships sometimes with their sons, where it's like a surrogate yeah, for intimacy. Yeah, but I'm trying intimacy. to think if, like, because my mom <clears throat> does excuse not me. take a bet. Like, I'm trying to think of like. Ray and Sally take, splashing around together. No, I'm like, I wouldn't, I was like, when would that end? No, and I, it, I never, ever did that ever in my whole life. Yeah, I, I can imagine the only time where I remember, but I wasn't in there with her. It was like she was sitting on the, the toilet seat. Like when we were, ta- she was like teaching me how to shave my legs. That was like it. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Tell I'm us what you that. guys think. Sarah's not into it. I mean, I, um, I, here's for me. I mean, but and yeah, I just no. see that there's a lot there. There could be some. Uh, yeah, that's the thing is the article issues. didn't share her point of view. Like it would have been helpful to know her philosophy about it. I and know like, other things she did. There? Remember when the, the kid was a baby and she would chew up the food? Yes, and then that's freaking weird. Its, <laughs> spit it into its mouth. Yes, that's not how like, it's supposed to happen. Yeah, she was simulating bird culture. She would love our. We're show. not a bird. Oh, she. <laughs> I don't know. Oh Lord. Um, those bird, those crows would probably judge her. Yeah, they would hold a grudge about her. Yeah, they'd weird be like, parenting. Mm, I don't want any of your regurgitated food, lady. Give me some cheese. <laughs> um. Okay. Let me think. If I have anything else before we go. I mean the regurgitating. I can't with that. I just... Because when does it end at nine? I mean, what else are we going to... That's weird. And This why? is the stuff she's we're, she's openly talking about. Right. <laughs> you know? What's oh. she doing normally? Yikes. Like, privately? Yeah. Like, remember how I told you, like, my mom... Like, like there... That uh, uh, my brother, like, threw me a little... Um, well, impromptu ceremony with a yeah, candle sure and everything do. when my period started. Yeah, like that was like my mom level of hippie, and my brother did that. Imagine Alicia Alicia Silverstone level of like, you know, yeah. Whatever. I'm sure is. it has upsides. I'm sure that that can create a really sensitive, caring. I'm sure human, but mm-hmm. it might be hard for you know relationship development and yes. own identity. In the future, like, wh- how is another woman, go- like, what's another, what's a relationship with another, well, woman or man? Gonna yeah. Be like? Yeah, it's going to be real interesting to watch that unfold. 
Yeah. I I did, I'll quickly say, I did read um, an article about how clowns, like um, party clowns, are handling life in the pandemic. I love stuff oh, like no. that. Oh, no. So creepy. <laughs> when 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 Ren and I went walked down, we were at, down at by Venice Beach. There were two clowns sitting on a bench that were like talking to each other, making balloon animals and stuff. And I was like, "This is weird." I get that. Yeah, I know what you're saying. They all seem so good-hearted, though, and um, they were old. so like their hearts in the right place. And I did think it was an interesting concept because. There are so many industries where people basically are out of work now because of the new normal mm-hmm. and certainly had never thought of clowns as being one of them. But like... I don't... I can't say, think that the business was thriving before that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like I kids feel like parties. they were on the downswing. Like Elsa and, and you know, and Olaf were having a, a day at children's birthdays. But I don't know if clowns were a big pull these these. Yeah, I think that that is a dying art. Yes. But um, they now, you know, of course, have to wear face masks and they can't really do a lot of their act because so much of being a clown is very, like, in your face. Your Um, expressions. Yeah, and I never thought of this, too. Speaking of social norms, they're saying a lot of what being a clown is is breaking social norms. And when you're in an era where social norms are about safety and oh. viruses. There's it's not like cool no room. To, it's not cool. Yeah. So now they're really, their hands are tied, uh, sometimes literally. And, I was going to um, say, with one of those little like <laughs> with ribbons a ribbon that, that goes on out. forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they make these balloon animals and they have to disinfect them before oh, the kid no. can have it. That's not fun. Oh, no. But I was heartened because part of the article dealt with the specific genre or whatever of clowning, which is the medical clowns, and how oh. instead it, wait, of- can we just uh, pause for a moment? To say, you said clowning. Yes, that's, that's what they call it. I know that's hilarious, and I never <laughs> clowning around is really a thing. <laughs> that's I right. can't. That is hilarious, clowning. So okay. medical clowns are like Patch Adams, where they'll go into yes. children's wards and give the kids a wonderful break and l- lighten up the the moment, which is such mm-hmm. a blessing. But obviously that is not happening right now. So they are no. Zooming with the kids and they're just adapting and they're doing like magic that you can do on a screen, which is fun too. Yeah. Like you can do special effects. You can add a weird background and a funny joke. And I think that's really cool because that allows yeah. them to still help these kids, but not risk their safety and you know, all of that. So that's that's the good part. Mm, man. There you go. Clowns. Tough. <laughs> Clowns, they are, Yeah, they're adapting as, as many of us are. Whew. In these uncertain times. In these uncertain times. Uh, that's all I got. Please leave us a review and more importantly, tell a friend. Tag yeah, us in man. everything. We'll follow you back if you tag us. Follow us. Oh, we love that. Instagram, um, Twitter, all that jazz. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.